Hey everyone, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me as always is my partner in crime, Chris Bizignano, the beat writer for the Giant Insider, the guy who does all the work in the locker room. And Chris, you know, I wanted to start off talking about the Carolina Panthers, and we'll definitely get to it, but yeah, I guess the good thing about the Giants is they always seem to give us some news, whether we're looking for it or not. And I don't know I don't know if today was that newsworthy, but it became newsworthy because of some articles that were written written right away. Um, and I don't know if Shermer was questioned on it, but of course I'm talking about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and his comment that yeah. the that the Giants, you know, need to play with more heart. And let me just before I let you go and but let me pontificate a little in that I don't disagree with Beckham. I, I kind of agree. And if it came from someone else, I think the message would be taken a little better. But I, look, I always go back to Lawrence Taylor. Um, when he got here in 81, he said it, the Giants were a bunch of guys trying not to lose a game. And he was right. Okay. And, I th- and I, think, right. I think Sunday when we saw the Gallman fumble, it kind of went downhill and the Giants kind of had that here we go again feeling. I, at least I, I got that. Now, what, would, what did right. you take of the comments? You were there. What did you take from it? What did you think the locker room felt like? And, and be honest, man. Let me let you know. Let everybody know because you're there. Yeah. Uh, let everyone know what, yeah. you, what, what yeah. you were feeling. Um, listen, getting to know you know getting to know Odell, um, it, it it wasn't meant to be a sh- you know a shot at Eli or right. anybody else. Um, it's just Odell once again, maybe not choosing the correct words when he's trying to express something that he's that expresses frustration. He's obviously a little frustrated about not receiving the ball downfield. He feels there's some plays on the field that were there and, and Eli didn't connect with him. There's no question about that. Um, do you think he's on to something? Or do, do, you th- do you think he's right about the fact that they're not playing with heart and emotion? Do you, do you feel that? Do you sense no. that? No, no. No, I do not agree. I, I do not think Odell, of course, I can never speak for him, but I do not think Odell meant that there's no heart in the locker room. Right. He was just saying that what he, he basically what Odell was trying to say is that we just, I wish everybody had the same passion that I do because I have an unbelievable, you know, passion to win in this league. And, and, but he wasn't, you know, it came out wrong, Odell. Uh, I know people are jumping on him. I know some, you know, Shermer was getting grilled on it today. And, and what was, what was his know, reaction but, to it, bud? What, what, what did Shermer say? Shermer, was, every, was everyone, he, I know, yeah. I, I, we saw, we saw a, an article go out right away in the Daily News. So mm-hmm. you knew this was going to be an mm-hmm. issue. Was everyone asking mm-hmm. him about it? No, there was a few people. Yeah, sure. They were asking about, you know, how do you respond to that? And, one media member even asked me, "Are you gonna? Are you considering discipline him?" You know, um, right. so which was Sherma kind of, you know, thought that was baffling. That question, um, he didn't go with that at all. Um, and Sherma basically said, I, "I talked to him this morning. Um, he didn't mean it, you know, about no heart in the locker room. There's more heart than ever with these guys, and, and right. uh, it just kind of came out the wrong way." But you got to ask Odell exactly what he meant. That's what Sherma responded. Yeah. And like I said, Jerry, you know, knowing Odell, getting to know him, he just has to choose his words better. And no way, Jerry, I don't care what anybody says or anybody writes, there is no way Odell meant to 
say something negative about his teammates. No way. It came out the wrong way. Yeah. But in this New York media, and he, you know, and with Odell, in the, you know, in the past, he has to be careful what he says because it's going to be taken. It's going to be taken the wrong way. It's you, going to you're be right. Taken and you're twisted right. And, and, and I was, that. I was saying it today that if it was a guy like Saquon Barkley, I think the fans would be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. he's right. No, totally. Good, good job, kid. Way to be mm-hmm. a leader." But when Odell says it, because of some of the things that have happened in the past, and again, it's it's not horrifying things or anything like that. But he's had the blowups on the mm-hmm. sidelines and the, you know, the the, the punching of the sheetrock in Green Bay. Tired of hearing about all of it. But when it happens with Odell, mm-hmm. you're right. It, it, everyone there's kind of a microscope on it, and everyone takes it as, oh, there he goes again. But um, yeah, like you said, maybe he has to choose his words wisely. I, I I'll disagree with you a little. I actually understand yeah. what he's saying because I I just get mm-hmm. the sense that. And we said it last week. When things go wrong with this team, they can't recover. And I and, and maybe it's not hard or passion, mm-hmm. but it's a I don't know if it's a mental toughness or whatever, but it just seems that lack of talent. <laughs> yeah, that could be it too. Sure. Yeah, yeah I you're right. That's that's yeah, a good point. Yeah. But I also think like a game the game last week, they that was a game they could have won and it started with the Gallman fumble and it just kinda went from there and things snowballed and right. um but right. but I hear what you're saying. I don't think it's harder passion, well, it, but one interesting, a little interesting thing that happened in the locker room today was that, <clears throat> now I don't know, Eli Manning is a little upset with the media, the way they're portraying him the last few days about a guy who can't get the ball down the field, or, you know, all he does is check down, or he wasn't too happy with Odell's comments because Eli wasn't a happy camp in the locker room today. I mean, the very rare side of Eli where some people approached him to talk to him, and he was like, not today. Oh, that's interesting. It's just... Yeah, it's a side that Eli never shows. And he clearly wasn't very happy today in the locker room. Now, I don't know the exact reason. I'm not going to speculate on the reason. Um, all I could tell you is that he wasn't very happy today, and he didn't want to talk, and he left. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it could be a combination but, of everything. You know, I mean, he doesn't. he's not on Twitter, yeah. but he, he has to see the... No the press clippings and, the, and uh, you know, oh, some you social know. media. So it's probably a combination of the two. It's probably like, you know what, it, it's, it's Friday. I'm sick of this. I'm out of here. And, uh, um, you know, you can't blame them sometimes. And, and, and real quick, I was going to say, yeah. the funny thing I'm seeing on Twitter is half the fan base is blaming him. The other half is blaming the offensive line. And I really believe it's a combination mm-hmm. of the two. And I think any, yeah. um, uh, I don't want to say smart, but giant fan who've been watching this team long enough over the last five to six years it's definitely both uh, both could play better but um I, you were going to make a point mm-hmm. with eli i'm sorry go ahead bud no um no just about yeah eli's not on twitter he's not a social media guy but trust me jerry he knows everything that's being said yeah. in the papers yeah he doesn't have to go on social media to find out you know people bring it to his attention and no matter what athletes you know, say about oh, I don't look into the, you know, I don't, I don't read the papers. I don't know what, you know, I don't, well, I don't know what's being said. They know what's being said. Believe yeah. me, I'm not, the only one, I'm, the only one that actually maybe doesn't know what's being said is Will Hernandez because <laughs> I put it on Twitter today. Yeah, you know, I talked to him today and, and told him, hey, congratulations, you know, PFF has your number one rated rookie guard, and he was like, what? What are you talking about? And he had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, that's funny. And he admitted to me today. Yeah, he admitted to me today. I better start going on the internet checking this stuff out. I, he was dead serious too. So. um but, you know, the point being, Jerry, is that they, guys like Eli Manning, they know what's being said out there. Yeah. Um, no question about it. 
So what what did you take from Shermer? Did he, you know, you don't want to say he's losing control of the locker room, but is, is this something that could no. snowball? Or what was the sense you got in the locker room and from Shermer today? Um, no, as far as the locker room, no, no, yeah. everything, everything's, listen, listen, Jerry, you know, it's getting a little, should I use the word tense? It's just getting a little tight. You know, listen, this is what losing does the locker room. Sure. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. It's getting a little tight. The Odell's comments, you know, the way they were, you know, the way they came out today and the way didn't help, put it that way. Right. It didn't help. You know, um, I don't sense from the giant plays that they took it like, oh, yeah, Odell, Odell's saying we have no heart. I didn't sense that at all. Sherma basically said he spoke to Odell about it. Mm-hmm. They seem to have, Odell seemed to have cleared up anything that, you know, he meant by it. Right. Sherma seems to have accepted it. He told the media today, I talked to him about it. It's, it's no problem at all. Everybody has heart, and, you know, and, and on his team and everything, including Odell. Um, so, listen, uh, a little fun. You could sense Sherman's getting a little, little, you know, aggravated at times about the constant questions about, you know, the offense, going big plays and all that. But he handled it well. Uh, Sherman handled it well, and uh, he wants to move on. And, uh, you know, listen, Jerry, nothing that a win can't cure for Sunday. That's true. That's, that's, that, is, that would be the cure, getting a win that very few expect him to get this weekend. Uh, I just want to remind mm-hmm. you, buddy, we're about 10 minutes in. Um, we haven't even talked mm-hmm. about Carolina yet. And there's a, big, uh, mm-hmm. there's a big baseball game going on in Boston tonight. Um, so I, 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 you know, I just want to be able to finish yeah. this up before uh, game one of the, of the epic uh, series between the know, very yes, big rivals, uh, very big rivals in baseball. So, just in case I didn't remember, there was a big game tonight. You kind of reminded me about it a few times today. Uh, I did with the Yankee yourself. So, for those of you guys, listening, you know what? I, if, if, all if, I'm going to say is, go ahead. All I'm going to say is, Mister Foley, to you and your Yankee fans, is that in spite of what you Yankee fans have been saying the last two days, the Red Sox will show up and play tonight because I kind of get the feeling that the Red Sox don't even belong in the same field with this Yankee squad. So so for those of you listening, Mr. Foley, for those of you listening, Foley, yeah. For those of you listening, Chris has a very Brooklyn slash Staten Island twang, if you will. But he's a big Red Sox fan. And it's uh, it's shocking. You figure, you figure you figure that I would be maybe the other fan, but growing up in Trenton, New Jersey, I'm Giants, Yankees, Rangers. And Chris oh, is, here we go. The Chris is, no, 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 just, stop, right. just letting everybody know. I'm setting the table. Chris is Giants, Red Sox, <laughs> Devils. So uh, that just uh, it's a little surprising. But anyway, buddy, uh, in all seriousness, the, the Carolina Panther game, um, what are some of the things you're looking for in this game? I, for me, it, number mm-hmm. one is I'm, I'm very happy Eli Apple's back. It doesn't look like Olivier Vernon will be back. He's going to be another week. And fans are jumping all over him. And to be honest, man, yeah. high ankle sprains are tricky. I don't blame him. I mean, it's week five. This happened right before the season started. So this would be week yeah. six of the injury, and that's kind of what it would take. Like six. He, yeah, right. He's, yeah. Gonna, he's probably going to play Thursday night against Philly, and that's the game you want to save him for. I know it's, it's early, and they're one and three. They want to be, obviously, two and three going into Philly. But, look, it, the injury is what it is, but they have almost a, a very healthy defense with Apple coming back. The issue that... I think, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to talk about this as well, is the ability for the Giants to stop the the zone read option. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you? What are you seeing? In, are they are they practicing against it? What do you? What, what's your take on this? Well, I'll, yeah, you know, um, obviously that's going to be the focal point. I mean, 
you look at Carolina's offense, and they just like their their offense runs through this Cam Newton zone read. It's amazing. He does so much with it, man. He, you know, you either keeping it. McCaffrey killed the Bengals with it two yeah. weeks ago. Um, you know, he loves to throw the scenes off it, off the RPOs too. He loves to throw those quick scenes, and you know, uh, listen, it's going to be the most important aspect of this game, Jerry. Yeah, the Giants is. do not yeah. stop. McCaffrey, do not stretch out the zone read, do not contain. Um, we saw it a couple of years ago, right, But What did Cam run for, like 100 yards, honest, yep. on, in, in that life? Yeah, that's right. You pointed threw, that out he in threw the threw inside. Th- yeah, he, he threw for over 300, and, and um, the Giants have struggled with it. There's no question about it. And they do not contain this. Um, it's going to be a long, long day but especially when McCaffrey looks you know McCaffrey's more involved in the offense than last year if that's possible and uh, he looks really good so yeah it seems like it took him a year it took like it took a year to get going and and now he's really kind of uh got you know um stepped into his own as a a running back um yeah but yeah and that the the zone read is something the Giants have struggled with it's something that we watch Mm -hmm. every week there's a mobile quarterback and last week the Saints used a different person they didn't use Breeze (laughs) excuse me and, you know, Kareem Martin is, is one that struggled with it, and I think the whole defense has as a whole. So if they can defend it mm-hmm. this week, you almost feel like, geez, they can defend it against anybody. But um, what else on uh, – from the defensive standpoint, what else are you, are you looking at? Is it the zone read and stopping McCaffrey? I mean, they're, they're – Yeah. You know, yeah. How, uh, how, I don't know, Greg Olson's health, um, but uh, tight ends kill us. Yeah, so. he's out. Yeah, yeah, he, right. yeah he, Olsen, Olsen is out. Um, they're going to go vertical with yeah. Tory Smith. They're going to they're take some shots, no question about it. You know, and Funches is going to be their 10 to 15-yard guy. Um, and they got a little rookie going on, Ian Thomas, who's coming into his own little bit. He played pretty good a couple weeks ago. But listen, you know, the thing with Cam, the uniqueness of Cam <clears throat> that Snacks actually told me today, the uniqueness of him is that even if you read, even if you contain a zone read, He'll look a linebacker right in the eye and try to run him over. That, yeah, that yeah. you know, that's that's the that's the uniqueness of playing this man because he's built. And, and Lorenzo Carter talked about this with me today too. You know, he's built like a linebacker. So there's there's plays where you know he'll pull it in, he'll keep it, and he'll try to run you over off that edge. You know, or he'll go between the tackles and and he'll try to gain yards. So. It's quite a challenge, Jerry. All the giant defenders were talking about it this week. Um, what a challenge it is to play Cam, and it is. And we'll see what happens. Giant offense, buddy. Is this the week we finally get going? And what I mean by get going is Odell. Hmm. Is this the week that Odell just kind of explodes? I mean, we thought it was going to be last week. And he's not even a bad year by any means, but he hasn't gotten in the end zone. They haven't stretched it vertically. And yeah. I think one of, some of the comments from Sherman today were, you can't just haphazardly throw the ball down the field. The guys have to be open. But I, I found it funny yeah. that we did throw a deep ball to Russell Shepard and nothing to Odell. Uh, is, is, this the, is this the week it, it finally happens for him, you think? Well, I think this is going to be the old, I like to call the Antonio Brown trick, where you use the media a little bit to get more targets. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Obviously, the hot topic this week is Odell, get me the ball down the field, get me the ball here, get me the ball there. So expect to see him targeted. Very, very often, Jerry. Um, and that includes taking some shots down the field. You know, um, do you, ex- do you ex- I was going to say, do you expect uh, Barkley to get more carries than last week? Which, what do you I, have, uh, eight I, carries I, I was, when there were six that minutes was gonna, to go? 
Yeah, that was going to be my part too. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you read my mind was going to be, well, you know, they're going to be in the two zone at times. And I think Sherman's going to really, you know, he's going to feed Barkley a lot too, you know. So I expect to see a lot of Saquon and a lot of Odell Sunday. Um, that's what I expect, Jerry. And I think Barkley is going to have, if he gets the right amount of touches now, okay, that's, uh, I expect Barkley to have a pretty pretty good game against this Carolina defense. They're not a great run-stopping defense. Okay, they could get to the quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say, they rushed the passer well, though, and that, that could be oh, uh, yeah, yeah. tricky with this offensive and they have line. Probably the, yeah, and they have probably the best linebacker, or one of the best linebackers in the game, you know, in that middle. But they give us some yards now on the ground. And I think Barkley is going to have a pretty good game if Jerry he is giving the ball a lot. And that's what I want to see. I actually want this offense to live and die right now with Barkley. And, of course, you know, get Odell getting his targets. That's what it should be right now. It should be the Barkley-Odell show. And then you're mixing a little Shepard. But we'll see, bud. We'll see what happens Sunday. Why, do, why are we the ones that know that? Why, why does every fan alive know that? Why does everyone in the media know that and the Giants aren't doing it? Like, that just that's just sickening to me as a, as a fan and – you know, we cover this team. It's just, yeah, this should be the Odell Barkley show. It's like, yeah, that should have been the case week one, week two, week yeah, three. Well, it's just, it's, it's just frustrating to hear. And I, I agree with you. I just, it's something that's uh, very annoying to, to listen to it because it's just so obvious to me. Yeah. Yeah. You listen, you know, defenses dictate a lot during the game. I understand that, you know, uh, they could take a receiver out, you know, Belichick does it all the time with receivers. I understand that, you know, that could happen, but to me, there's no excuse for not giving a running back like Saquon, at least 15 rushes, to 18 rushes. Me, in my opinion, should be up to 20 a game, not 10, Jerry, you know, not 10. And you can't, you know, Sherman can't fall back in the excuse of, well, we'll lose by 30 points. No, it was close games, you know, and he just hasn't gotten the ball enough, in my opinion. But expect to see him in the first quarter get the ball a lot Sunday. So the Giants brought in a new kick returner. I think this is kick returner number three since we've cut Hunter Sharp and Khalif Raymond. And look, I will talk about that until we find a new one. So for anyone sick of hearing about mm-hmm. it, uh, I, we made the wrong cuts at the end of preseason. We brought in this kid, Quadri Henderson, who's supposed to be a burner and great on kick returns. Have you seen him in practice? I mean, uh, were they using him at all? Um, you know what, Jerry, we've been added there after individual workouts. So I haven't seen okay. him in, uh, you know, if they're working with him in practice, he's on the practice squad right now. Yeah. I didn't know if, I didn't know if, if they yeah. were going to put him on the active roster, if they now, were going to give now that, uh, that's very Coley possible. another yeah, chance. That's very possible. So. Yeah. Yeah. But right now he's on the practice squad. He's not active, but that could change, you know? Um, uh, but I don't know, Jerry, like you said, you know, they're bringing in other looks that they're going to go with Joel Davis again, returning kickoffs. And that's another thing quickly, Jerry. You know, when you're not scoring points and you have a guy like Barkley, I mean, at what point does Sherman say, okay, listen, I want Barkley to return a kickoff too, you know? Yeah, I know. You're I mean, you're big on that. And yeah, I, I still, I, I, I know, I know I'm you're not afraid cra- of Jason Seymour. I know you're not crazy. Yeah. Um, I know you're not crazy about it, but. I even heard Bart, I know you're not crazy about Bart Scott on on the fan, but even heard him talk about that today. Like, what is Sherman waiting for? You're not scoring points. Mm. You know, let Barkley return kickoffs too. Uh, just my opinion, Jerry. I just I like to see the ball in a kid's hand. You know, let's see if he. If he oh, does I don't, do I don't that think it's a bad idea. Anymore. I just I don't. Bart, Bart Scott will say anything, and, and but I don't think it's a bad idea. I think Barkley could do a lot of damage on kick returns. It's just mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever get over 1998. 
against the Jets and you know, <laughs> know Jason Seahorn ripping apart his knee and never being the same after being arguably the yeah, best cornerback in the league in 97 and doing wonderful things for us. But, uh, but I just, Jerry, I'm sorry, Jerry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I just, I just look at it like it's, it's, it's desperation time, but you know, we're not scoring. Yeah. And like Jerry, all I'm yeah. saying is like, we're in the second half here against Carolina and it's a 17, 13, 17, 10 game or something close, you know, in third quarter, fourth quarter. And once again, we're not, you know, we're not getting that 28 mark, 30 mark, not even near. Let Barkley return a kickoff. Let, you know what I'm saying? Let's see if we can steal six points here on special teams. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? The kid has the potential to do it. Yeah, and I liked when Odell was returning punts, too. I remember the one where he returned it against um, the, the Jets. And I think Dwayne Harris, I don't know if Dwayne Harris faked a lateral or just Odell's presence out there allowed Harris to return it, I felt. And I thought Dwayne Harris was a good punt returner when he was healthy. But just Odell's presence out there kind of made the Jets hesitate. And I think Harris scored a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a couple of years ago. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, Jerry, you know, you know, Odell's returned punts the last few weeks. Yep. You know, I know I know he, it was a fair catch last week, but listen, when that when 13 steps out there, you know there's fear in the yeah, other team. Yeah, sure. It's kind of like when Deshaun Jackson would do it against us, where we would just crap our pants and, right. uh, and, and <laughs> didn't know what to that, do. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying about Barkley, too, Jerry. You know, if you open a game or you come out in the second half, whatever it might be, and they see Carolina sees 26 back there now in the end zone, it's a different story. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it's, so I don't know my opinion, but I, I wish Trevor would try it. Um, we'll see. We'll see if he does it. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Um, I understand the desperation yeah. and the reason why I'm okay with Odell yeah. doing it is this, the fair catch, the ability to call for yeah. fair catch and just the lanes being different. But, but, uh, yeah, like you said, if they're, if, if they go down and, you know, you don't want to be staring at one and four, you still want to try and salvage this season because I, Look, we've said it, man. I, I think the division's wide open. The Eagles aren't scaring anybody. Uh, Washington oh. is Washington. Oh. Dallas doesn't scare anybody. So why not no. go for this right now? Uh, you never know what can happen. So, Yeah, uh, no no question about it, Jerry. A win changes a lot. Sunday you, you beat a quality opponent on the road, and uh, all of a sudden it's a whole new ball game around Questline uh, Diagnostics. You know, <laughs> It's a whole new ball game. All right, buddy. Let's, uh, but let's... They, have to go out, they have to go out and do it, bud. Let's uh, let's get to our picks, our week five picks. You're still up two. We we split a couple last week. Uh, none, neither of our, our records were very good, but we got a lot of the same ones wrong. And what we got right, uh, we actually split. So you're still up two on the season. Um, the okay. one I'm uh, there was one last week I'm I'm not proud of. I think it was the uh, the Raider game. I was still <laughs> mad about that one because it was four o'clock okay. and I was going to be down one, and then uh, the Raiders somehow pulled that off, but. Still think the Raiders stink with the help with the help of the referees as usual. Well, of <laughs> course, oh my God, forget about it. The referees have as much say in these games as anybody. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go through the one o'clock games. Broncos at Jets. <laughs> Who do you like in this one? I'm laughing because it's <laughs> yeah, it's an easy one. But go ahead, we'll play along. <laughs> uh, you know what? Everybody thinks this is an easy one, except for Vegas. Somebody, what is it? It's like even the line, right? Like they seem to like. Think something's up with this game. Um, I'm going with the Broncos. I, I just don't think the Jets could block these guys up front. Yeah, Darnold you know, against gotta, Darnold against the Bronco defense. I agree with you, man. I don't. I don't think the, the Jets have a chance. In this yeah, one. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. You know, I, I just don't see them blocking these edge guys in their defense, which played pretty good against Kansas City until that fourth quarter last week. So I like the Broncos uh, in MetLife this week. Packers at Lions, one o'clock. I tell you, Jerry. 
you know, the Packers, I look at the injury report, they might not have a receiver for this game. I'm going to go with the upset with this, but I'm going to go with the Lions beating the Packers in a close one. Yeah, I, I think the, the Lions are um, they're, they're, they're close to being decent, right? They're kind of like the Giants, where they almost mm-hmm. beat Dallas last week. Uh, they had um, an impressive win, what, a couple weeks ago, what, the Patriots. And, um, yeah, Patriots. You know, I, I just – but I'm not a believer yet. I think Aaron Rodgers comes in and, and beats them. I, I Seems like the kind of guy who could have guys coming in off the, out of the stands and say, hey, can you play receiver? Okay, I'll just throw you the ball. So I'm going to go with the Packers. Right. I'm going to differ with you on this one. Uh, Titans, okay. a nice surprise team. And, and thank you, Tennessee Titans, yeah. for beating the feathered helmet unit from the city of brotherly yeah. hate. Uh, Titans at Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, what, what kind of job is Mike Vrabel doing down here? Huh? Oh, yeah, man, what well, a job he's doing. Um, fun to watch a team that can play yeah. defense like that. Yeah, you know, knocking off the Eagles and uh, the win uh, the week before, you know, beating Jacksonville already, uh, unbelievable. Uh, the Bills last week were horrific in Green Bay. Yeah. I think the Titans are going to win again, but I, I like them going up to Buffalo and coming out with a, with a win. I agree with you. I think Josh Allen's been sacked more than anybody. He's... Uh, Looking very much like mm-hmm. the rookie that a lot of us afraid he, were afraid he would be. Uh, he's got a lot of physical skills, but just, you know, the line's not very good in front of him, but also he's got that, um, that gunslinger mentality as a rookie, and he's just trying to make a lot of plays with his feet, and I, it's just, I think he's a mess right now. I'm going to go also with the Titans. Falcons at Steelers. This is an interesting game. Yeah, the Falcons also, they lost uh... – Grady Jarrett this week, the best interior defensive lineman. They lost him now besides the other guys. Uh, I like the Steelers in this, Jerry. I just think they're going to outscore the Falcons in this. You know, I can't see the Falcons getting many stops. I'm going to go like a Steelers, like a 35-28 win like that. I like, the, I like Pittsburgh. I agree with you, bud. Uh, Devontae Freeman's back for the Falcons, but uh, I don't know how effective he's going to be. I'm going to go with the Steelers in a close one, uh, maybe a little lower score. I don't know if they'll score that much. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like the Steelers at home. Ravens at Browns. This is a good game as well. Now the Browns are actually like a good opponent. Yeah. The, the Browns are no longer a pushover, and Baker Mayfield makes his team exciting. Yeah, man, the Browns are a few plays away from being four and all, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> wow. It's, uh, the Ravens. I tell you, the Ravens. I like the Ravens this year. They, they. I like they did in the second half against the Steelers this week. Um, this is a tough game, man. I'm gonna go because the Ravens have a little better defense. I'm gonna go with the Ravens at a real, real tight one. I'm going to go with the Browns at home. Uh, I'm just just to, for the sake of differing with you, and just so I can catch up a little bit. I'm, I'm only down two games, but I also think the Browns at home. I think it's a different feel to this team, and I, I truly believe that yeah. Baker, Baker Mayfield brings that with him. Um, it, it's not a what's going to go wrong now type of mentality with this team. They're a lot more talented right. than they were, and uh, they've had a look. They've been picking at the top of the draft for the last few years, so sooner or later they had to work out for him. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Browns in this one. Dolphins at Bengals, still in the 1 o'clock games. Mm. Yeah, the Dolphins team, they kind of show maybe what a lot of people thought they were last week, right? Yeah, they I think, they were, ex- they, I think like they were exposed last week, bud. Yeah, they only had like 160 yards of offense against that New England defense. Um, I, I, I like Cincinnati, but I, I think Cincinnati's going to whip up on them. I agree with you, and, and one, but one guy is playing really well for the, for the uh, Dolphins. He's got that good uh, pro football focus uh, grade is uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. He's one of the guys I loved in the draft. Oh, yeah, Jersey boy and yeah, um, Jersey, Jersey really, kid, he's yeah. an absolute stud. So um, St. Peter's prep, good yeah. for him. Uh, yeah. Last, last of the one o'clock, so, except for the the Giants Panthers, which we'll do last. Jaguars at Chiefs. This should be a great one. Yeah, I tell you, this is whew, 
that defense, number one offense, number one defense. Um, I, t- you know, no, no four net in ja- for Jacksonville. Um, and Yeldon's banged up too. I, yeah, I'm. You know what? Andy Reid's great, right? The first five games, six games, every year. I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one, uh, Jerry. I, I think Mahomes does enough to win this game. I agree with you, and I'm going with them because they're home. I think playing there. You brought up a great point on Twitter this week, uh, and and some people uh, made a big deal out of it and got stupid with it. But um, you know, a place like Kansas City is tough to play. And I, sometimes that is the great equalizer. I think, like you said, Andy Reid's a better coach early in the season. I'm going to go with the uh, with the Chiefs. Might be a close one, but I like the Chiefs mm-hmm. at home. Raiders, by the way, yep. By the way, one second, Jerry. Yep. By the way, um, did you did you Mr. Beckham brought that up too about the home crowd? Oh, I saw that. That's interesting, and it's funny. Odell Beckham Jr. agrees with you that the home crowd's kind of dead and the stadium's uh, kind of dead. Yeah, listen, what old? Yeah, right. I mean, what Odell and what. You know what I said early in the last week, uh, early in the week, and what Odell was saying is that you know a lot of people are leaving doing games. It just doesn't feel like a home field advantage. I know, but now Odell didn't say, "Hey, we're losing games because of the crowd," like I said. You know, he's just saying that we he wished he had a little bit more of a home field advantage. You know, a little louder, a little more into it. That's all I was saying, and I'm glad now Mr. Beckham kind of agrees with what I said because a lot of people didn't uh, agree. They kind of twisted. Me and Odell's words are on, bud. What do you think? See, how's it feel, Chris? You're getting your words twisted like I know. I know. Now I know what Odell feels like. <laughs> uh, first, first of the four o'clock, Raiders at Chargers. Raiders at Chargers. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I, am a, I believe in the Chargers over the Raiders. I am not a Gruden guy. Mm-hmm. Chargers win this one easily. Ooh. Yeah, Raiders have been in every game except for that first one. Well, the man. one I said uh, where they lose by 20 and they lost by 20 against the Rams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like the Chargers big. I, I'm gonna, you know what, Jerry? I'm, I'm going to stick with you with the home team. I think it's going to be closer than you think, though, but I'm going to go with the Chargers. Too. Tr- trouble with this one is there's no home team just because uh, there'll probably be more Raider fans yeah. there than Chargers, yeah. but, but I agree. I, I should say I'm going to go with the, yeah. I'm gonna go with the soccer crowd rooting for the Chargers. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Um, big four o'clock game, four twenty-five Eastern Standard Time in the city of uh, where they worship Rocky Vikings at Eagles. Yeah. Oh, you go right. Yeah, I'll go. I, I'm not. A oh, big, I thought you were doing No, I know. Okay. I'm pausing. I'm stalling because I don't want to do it. But I'm going to have to go with the, uh, the the team filled with hate oh. and their their horrible fan base. I'm not a believer in the Vikings. Yeah. I I I know they were supposed to improve with Kirk Cousins, but they just haven't looked that great so far. I think they go in there. I think they go into a buzzsaw, 425. I hope mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right, Jerry? I mean, the offense really hasn't been a problem for the Vikings. It's been their defense, right? Yep. They can't get stops. Yep. Um, I, I don't think, and guess what, but I don't think they're going to get many this week. I think Wentz is really starting to hit a stride. You know, he's got Jeffrey back. I hate to say it too, but, but I like the Eagles. Uh, another 4 o'clock, 425. Rams at Seahawks. I don't think this will be close. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go into great detail. But I think the Rams are the best team in the NFC, and they have the well, – if it's not the Chiefs, they have the best offense in football. Rams by a very big margin against the Seahawks at home. Yeah, I agree with you, but The Seahawks lost two more guys on the defense. Kenrick's suspended now, and uh, they lost Thomas with a broken leg. I agree with you, but I, I can't see Seattle keeping this close. I like the Rams big, too. All right, buddy. Cardinals at 49ers, another one, 425. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah. I, I Josh Rosen looked pretty good last week. I think he's looked, um, outside of Mayfield, the best. He was only in one game. But he looked very good. They had a lot of drop balls on him. 
Yeah, the 49ers are the 49ers. I know they put up a good fight last week, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals uh, over the 49ers. Okay, I'm going to differ with you on this one. Um, I was kind of surprised that C.J. Bethel looked pretty decent last week. Yeah, he did. It, that was a close game against the Chargers. Um, 49ers get a whole week to look at Josh Rosen and what they did last week. I'm going to go with the four. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to I'm going to take the 49ers. Uh, eight o'clock Sunday night, eight twenty. Uh, Cowboys at mm. Texans. Um, my heart wants me to go with the Texans, but I just think the stadium is going to be filled with Cowboy fans, and I don't know. I just see Ezekiel Elliott running wild, and the Cowboys winning a close one. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is gonna be another different there, bud. I'm gonna go with that. I, the Cowboys are not the same team on the road as they are at home. I, I, they seem to play like at a slower level, I, like they did in Seattle two weeks ago. Houston's defense up front, I think they're going to be all over Dak. Um, I think Zeke will get his yards, but I'm going to go with the better offense in this one and with the Texans. I hope you're right. Uh, I will not be upset if I got that one wrong. Monday night, 8-15, <laughs> Redskins at Saints. Uh, the Saints at home. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees is a different quarterback. I don't think the Redskins, it might be close, but I think in the end, Brees will come through with his 72-degree, no humidity, no wind. <laughs> Atmosphere. Would you? I'm sorry. I just it is what it is with Drew Brees. He's got all those yards and all those. Well, you got a roof for Oh, I know, but I'm just you saying. Got a roof. You got a roof for him this week. Yeah. And an indoor track meet that he's going to have. I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, um, I'm with you, bud. They're really tough. They're, they're tough to beat down there in New Orleans. Uh, like you said, Brees is a different guy. He, he's even better at home than when he's a few. Was <laughs> a little Brees on the road. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, with you on that one, but I'm going to go with. Uh, Breeze and the Saints. All right. And the most important game this weekend, Giants at Panthers. Mm. Uh, listen, everything's against the Giants right now. Usually they rebound with mm. a win when that's the case. I don't see it happening this week. I think there's too many question marks on offense. They're not in fighting already, but I can kind of see it bubbling up. I think the, the front seven, the, their ability to get to the quarterback by the, the, the Panthers and the struggles the Giants are having on offense and the fact that the Giants can't play the zone read option or whatever the hell it's called, the read zone option, I don't care. The play where the quarterback fakes it to the running back and then launches it or runs. Um, I like the Panthers in this one by 10 or 15, 10 or, I don't know, 10 or two touchdowns. Okay. Um, in the Giants side of the Panthers are going by 11. I'm going to change that a little bit. I think it's going to be much tighter. Yeah. Um, I think the Giants will lose, but I think they're going to lose on a last-second field. Oh, that's I, great. I, I, oh, just, awesome. So we'll all watch all game and have our hopes just I, dash. That's I, fo- I, phenomenal. Thanks, Chris. That's phenomenal. I'm, nobody's giving the Giants a chance. So I think they're going to play much better than you think. Uh, that's the feel. That's just the feeling I get around, around the building. Well, I, think I hope you're half right. Better. I hope you're half right because if they play better than we think, they better win. Because if they lose a the last second game and go to one and four, then I mean, I think everyone's going to be jumping off the the Verrazano or the Gothels or whatever the hell bridge they can find. Yeah, in yeah. New York yeah, and New the, Jersey. The, the last time I had a couple of weeks ago, I had this feeling, you know, when they went down to Houston, a lot of people won't give them a chance. And I'm kind of getting that feeling again that they're going to play much better than you think. I think it's going to be a real tight one, but I'm going to have to go and count on, like I said, with, with a late field goal. All right, buddy. Um, we'll call it at that. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Hold on, hold, hold on, but hold on, but before we go any further, are we going to have a baseball prediction? Um, I'll get to it after I read how to get the Giant Insider. Don't you worry. So, uh, 
All right, everybody. Be sure to order <laughs> your copy of the Giant Insider newspaper. Go to www.giantinsider.com or visit magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. Yearly subscriptions are only $39.95 for paper copies, and the digital version is only $17 for a yearly subscription. 14 issues as we're bi-weekly during the season and monthly in the off-season. Our next podcast will drop at 8 p.m. on Monday night, October the 8th. Thanks for listening to the Giant Insider podcast. I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. And Sundays are giant days. Never forget that, guys. So I did that, and I will make a prediction for tonight. The New York Yankees owners of... tonight, the series. Oh, no, no, no. One game at a time. Come on. I'm not doing serious. Oh. I'm going to see how this goes. Okay. Tonight, the okay. Yankees, the, the owners of, I believe it's typical 20, yeah. 20, typical 20, Yankee fan. 27 World Series championships. Uh, and I have to cling, oh, I have to, you have to cling to it. Look, I have to cling to it when I, I root for the Giants and Rangers. Um, I, I think the Yankees win big tonight. I think they score 11 runs. I think the Red Sox put up maybe four or five. Okay. The ball, well, will, sail, the ball will sail out of Fenway. See what I did there? Well. All I can say is if that is the case, if that does happen, then the Yankees will win this series very easily. This sale has nothing. So uh, I, I I hate to say it, but, but I don't like the way Sale has looked the last month. His shoulder's not right no matter what he says, and I have to agree with you. I have to go against my team, but I think the Yankees are a rock sale. All right, for those of you listening, that's, um, called, that's I, called a cop-out. Uh, Chris is admitting defeat now so that if they win, I'll get a text message around <laughs> what? about 10.30, you want me to be honest tonight. or not? No, nah, it's fine. That's fine. But, uh, <laughs> hey, buddy, enjoy tonight. Enjoy tonight. I'm sure I'll get 75 text messages during the game. And all I know no, is no. I, I, I will say, I will say, because I hate Philly so much, and uh, somehow Philly fans have adopted Mike Trout as their own because he's from South Jersey. Mookie Betts is a better player than Mike Trout. It is what it is. I've said it. All right, everybody, thanks for joining as always, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.